It's one of those evenings where I somehow managed to get outside at the right time without having to go outside too many times before it was the right time, if you know what I mean, because it's been hot. And got outside, got a short walk with Doggo, and today was kind of a, what's the word, um, when you're impromptu, uh, potting and planting session. So I finally kind of checked off a little bit of one of my big boxes, but quite accidentally, and that was um, taking pity on the poor little tomato starts that were somehow still alive, miraculously, um, in the greenhouse. And I repotted those up into gallon containers in the greenhouse. I also got the uh, the two lantanas that I have and uh, what's the other thing that I had that was some perennial? I think it might have been a salvia. I'm not sure though. Something. Um, I potted those up into gallon containers. They had been in four inch pots and those are just drying out way too quickly and you're getting, you know, shriveled leaves and stuff if you're not careful. Um, so basically bringing my perennials to the brink of death a few times a week, it's really not very good for them. <laughs> so now they're in gallon pots, they'll be able to hold more moisture. And I'm going to have to commit to going into the greenhouse really every day at this point, which is not something I am habitually used to right now because it has been not necessary um, as much to go in there. Uh, or to go in there as much, rather. Um, even though I have noticed even in the winter there is some frequency they have to go in there and check things and I was kind of lagging on that but this summer is really a big deal and I need to get the shade cloth up I'm not sure whether I'm going to do it over the greenhouse or un or inside of it yet it would be easier to do it inside but it will make it harder to walk around in there for obvious reasons I might do like these four metal posts they're four by or they're not four by four they're square steel tube and they're fairly tall and I could anchor those uh, as I had intended originally last year when I bought them, and create a shade cloth, uh, you know, shade sail over the greenhouse, which would be the best thing to do. Um, it also might help a little bit with that horrible western sun in the afternoons and evenings. It just killers. We have not been using the AC because um, I was advised by, you know, yet another voice. Everybody has a different version of what you should do and who you should talk to and who you shouldn't talk to out here. Um, not to use it with my solar system just yet. So I haven't been using it even though it's been like awful hot. Just me and a fan and my poor animals <laughs> just laying around. But anyway, uh, back to the greenhouse. I did get things kind of a little more organized so it's easier to get into that uh, space and get in there and kind of look at everything. And just kind of moved things around, made better use of the, the shelving that I have in there. So I'm feeling a lot better about that. I feel like less worried about things perishing. And I anchored my trees. They were falling down. I've got three larger trees, about, about as tall as me, in pots right now. They're rough, probably like three-gallon pots. Um, and, and I'm saving those for fall planting. And then I put some things in the ground. I actually put, I cleared out my old garden bed from last year, which was kind of a chore in and of itself. And... I had to pull off all the dead old stalks of everything and pull off the chicken wire that I sort of started cutting off uh, last week, rake all the straw out of it, pick out all the blown-in um, styrofoam peanuts <laughs> and the old uh, plant tags and stuff like that. So it's kind of a little bit of a bitch, but got it done. 
and there's one onion that's just been gangbusters in there by itself with not that much irrigation so it's pretty cool but uh so I got some um, cucumbers and some watermelon in there and um, I put them along the sort of tr makeshift trellis that I have in there so they'll be able to twine up I can kind of pin them up onto that and then I'll start adding more things now that I've got a base going and I don't know if I'll have enough veggies. I probably will actually looking at the trays in there to do some amendments and build up the other bed that I've dug. It's probably, it needs to be dug out some more because what I'm going to add to it will raise the level back up and I'd like it to be sunken in the ground um, for infiltration and for like lint break and you know shelter essentially. But that's, I'm closer to that, uh, getting that one ready and I'm motivated. Um, I've found it's like almost like the over calendaring thing where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll sometimes I'll go outside and I'll just get a wild hair and be like, yeah, this feels good. I'm going to do some gardening, you know, whatever for, for no, with no plan. And just allowing myself to do that instead of saying, no, I can't do that. I have things I've got to do. That's really how things get done. So I'm trying to allow myself that because it is, um, it works. And, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, the end of the world DEFCON 3, if, you know, you, like I do a little thing, little something outside that's not on the schedule, you know, and it, I mean, I'm not getting as much done like on the computer as it were, but there's other reasons for that too. So that's kind of that. I did get a few peppers in the ground too, if I forgot to say that. And I did get them in, in several beds. I got um, watermelon, pepper, and I think some sage, just culinary sage plants, which are great perennial plants. And they, they provide good ground cover and will help shade, you know, like a sunny bed. Um, I got those in the northwest corner and in the southwest corner bed. So, um, or not the, not the southwest corner bed, rather the um, garden bed that's kind of next to that with a path in between. And something else that I did a few, like in the last few days, so basically this week, is I went in and I just decided to build a proper uh, compost bin and a proper cardboard bin so I can actually break down all the boxes that I've been collecting for soil remediation at some point and you know store them properly in a nice enclosure that you know is like what's the word rectilinear and nice to look at and I just made it out of pallets but it works great and I did manage to get over the course of maybe two days all of the cardboard boxes broken down and placed in there not all of them there's still some things in the old it basically was a catio that I built for my two cats and um, had them outside for a, a while um, with a shelter they could go into and they hated it. Um, that is Doggo if you hear noises. That is her playing with her football. <laughs> um, and uh, so that I ended up recycling and turning into, or reusing rather, turning it into my makeshift compost and cardboard bin but it quickly got overrun by car cardboard and it was a mess back there and I just decided to clean it all up and get it organized and kind of you know it, it was adulting at its finest I guess so I want to actually expand it um, into quite a few more little um, like I, like areas I guess because I'm leaving it open on the bottom and on the front and on the top so you just have kind of a U that's laying on its side and um, right now I just have the two areas for the cardboard and the compost, like I said, but I'd like to expand it to where I can store insulation material, you know, um, and I'm trying to think of what else. And there, there should be like a little container that I can stuff 
the plastic tape that I rip off of the boxes in, you know, things like that, just getting organized, getting it into a functional system. Um, and I'm probably going to have to get a pitchfork. I really like pitchforks. I think it's a great tool for different kinds of things. Um, but I'll probably get one just to get started on getting the compost moved from the old bin to the new bin. Oh, what? You want me to throw that for you? But I've just had a shower and I'm so clean. I'm so clean. What? You want me to throw that? I don't know about this. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. I will throw it for you. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. If you're just going to run off at it. Um, psych. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's gotten done and it's just much better. And it's also the beginning of the garden wall, really, um, too. I measured over, you know, how many pallets lengths so that it wouldn't mess up the, you know, the, like, I wouldn't be, like, staggering pallets. So, and I'm kind of thinking I will, that's over, so that's over sort of on the west um, to southwest side. And what's so weird to me is I thought, okay, what a horrible thing to have over by your love gua, right? And um, but no, it turns out I was looking online and I was able to find some information about where to put your compost. And they actually said, put it in your love gua or in the area between your love gua and your family and creativity gua. So that's where I have it now. So that's kind of funny. I mean, so I was kind of like, huh, okay, well then there you go. But now it's organized and nicer. Hello, hello, hello. So, go away, because you spit. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but Miss Doggo is, she wants to play. <laughs> Mom's busy. Arr. Um, <laughs> um, so that's another thing I got done. And I probably need to get going fairly soon within the next few weeks, I'd say. Probably within the next couple weeks on the er the earthworks, getting more swales dug. Just basically just dig swales wherever possible. But I do have a, a kind of an idea, and I want to do more than just pit swales. I want to do like a swale system. Um, so... Uh, I think because I'm not playing with her, she's settling for me, just kind of pressing on her with my legs while she plays with her ball. <laughs> it's like, cool, low maintenance dog play. <laughs> um, but that's something that I will need to do. Uh, we did get a light rain the other day. And, um, you know, it always sounds much bigger than it is because I've got this tin roof. But, um, no, it was very light. And I'm pretty happy, actually, that my tanks are down to about, I think I have uh, maybe 2,600 gallons of water right now between the two of them. So half capacity, um, but I'm glad about that though because it's um, it means you know it's it means I can actually accept rain, and so I was thinking I need to be more generous when I'm watering right now and just use up that water because the rains are coming and um, you know I want to be able to fill my tanks with free water. So I did finally uh, clean out and replace my filter. Um, don't shame me; um, it's embarrassing, but I waited way too long to do that. Hopefully I did it correctly, and we're not all going to die. Um, and then the other big thing that happened was I got um, super stressed out by um, something that um, I'm not ready to discuss yet. I may discuss it in the future, but right now it's still in process, so I'm going to just kind of hold off. Um, and it's more than I've ever had to deal with before and all at once, and it just pushed me past my limit. And I ended up, um, a dental issue that I had sort of, it had just receded and not been troubling me um, for a long time it just went kind of nuclear and I had to go to the emergency room and I got on a course of antibiotics and um, I couldn't open my mouth all the way and I was in a lot of pain and just basically unable to do anything and was still dealing with the stress source at the same time and it wasn't letting up so it was an interesting last week or t um, almost 10 days now 
I think I'm on probably my eighth day of the course or something like that. I have to take them every six hours, the antibiotics. So I basically <laughs> figured the least disruptive schedule for that would be um, 6 p.m., midnight, 6 a.m., and 6 um, and, and noon. And that way it's like, well, I'm kind of getting enough sleep, but, you know, it's it's better than like 3 a.m. or something like that. So that's been interesting and I'm noticing I'm getting a little bit of like heartburn towards the end of the course and like nothing helps except for just waiting like I can drink water and eat and it just still really hurts and um it kind of sucks but I know that it's the antibiotics because as soon as I take it it's like so it is what it is I am eating yogurt by the way if you haven't heard about this old hippie remedy it works great um just make sure if you ever do antibiotics to um, eat like live culture yogurt because that will keep your gut bacteria healthy because the antibiotics will actually really ruin your digestive system. So um, my parents were good for something, I guess. Um, But yeah, so that I'm kind of wrapping up. I'm no longer in pain. I went off the pain pills about two or three days ago, and that's been awesome because I know they're not that good for you. And I'm just on the antibiotics, and I'm getting... um, I am supposed to go to a dental appointment tomorrow, but the source of the stress may prevent me from doing that. And that's, um, I'm really praying that it doesn't, but it may. And so I'm just really hoping uh, that, that it works out and, um, I'll get to go and see the dentist and get this abscess looked at and maybe even dealt with, or at least something scheduled that, you know, once they've looked at it, they'll say, you need this and come, come back. It's a two hour drive. Um, so I'm hopefully doing that tomorrow. And um, my buddy in the valley here, uh, my neighbor, came back from his um, all-consuming tour guide job pretty recently. And um, so we've been talking and chatting and, you know, staying in touch and stuff. So he's been working on his property. And that's kind of nice to have my neighbor back in the neighborhood because he's been living in town uh, for about six months, I think, was how long it's been. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of nice. Um, and then just to have another friend around. And I've been reconnecting with a friend, a girlfriend that I made up here in the area. And um, we might go to a festival this weekend together. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to, but I really hope so. And we really want to. So that's kind of the plan. Um, And uh, I was just looking at some of the little white thorn acacia that are growing along the road on our walk today. And they really are um, beautiful when they're blooming. They are an acacia. They are... um, kind of scraggly looking when they're not blooming but they they are a tall shrub is what I would call them at least the ones growing on my road and um, so that's kind of I have two of those that are establishing uh, and then I have some wee satch which is really my favorite that's the graceful tree down along the road and I have three that have survived and and have taken and they're little babies but you know I'm keeping them alive and I'm sure that they will um, you know they've taken and so they're going to probably make it and grow big it just I don't know what their growth rate is um I think pretty much that is everything that I have to report there's not a whole lot that I've been able to do just because of the stress and the um, medical issue and everything like that Um, but I have been working with some clients and just trying to get by and you know um, drum up work and whatnot I don't really do any advertising I never really have but um I have a funnel that that delivers leads to me and um, it seems like it kind of kicked in a little bit this uh, this season. Um, it's almost like my business has a consciousness. And when I moved here, it sort of died. It's almost like it knew that I was too busy to deal with that and didn't really need it. Um, and so now that I'm kind of more have the bandwidth for it and I am I could use it, it's sort of like, 
come back a little bit, but um, it's still kind of fledgling. Uh, and it's a pattern I've noticed whenever I do move, it takes a while for it to get reestablished again. So but it is encouraging to see that I'm still being able to serve people from way out here in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah. Um, and then one thing too I noticed that's really exciting that's um, something that I'd love to tell you guys about. Oh, come on, doggo. You're not going to step over at this point. Um, <laughs> um, is that the wetland has uh, indeed um, succeeded. I have four irises that have made it with no, ex no extra irrigation whatsoever. And I have, and those, those can spread. So hopefully they're going to spread with rhizomes. I, that would be amazing. Um, and then I have a bunch of grasses that looked completely dead, but actually lived and it's totally green and it's finally starting to go up over the middle hump part and into the second um, chamber. So I really need to get out there ASAP one of these cool evenings or cool mornings and dig out the um, erosion and get the plastic liner anchored properly. And I'm going to probably have to go dig gravel. So um, we will see how this all pans out, though, because the source of the stress has to do with a vehicle. And again, I will let you know. But that's basically the update that I have for you. Um, I am so excited about the monsoon coming soon. And uh, I will keep you posted. Thanks for listening. Zombie permaculture is the scariest book you'll ever read. I know that's saying a lot. But it's not only a revelation of what's at the bottom of the rabbit hole, it's also true. You can't make this stuff up. Years of research, direct paranormal experience have shown not only does humanity need to know what's at the bottom of the rabbit hole, we're going to need the solution presented in zombie permaculture if we're going to survive it. Once it knows that we know, it's going to come harder and faster for us, and we're going to need to be prepared. Zombie permaculture will teach you what's wrong and how to fix it. It scared me so bad to do the research to corroborate my thesis, stop writing for a total of about four years, maybe even five. Trust me, this is not hype. The zombie apocalypse is real, and it's coming for you. Turns out there's a beautiful solution. It's within our reach and it involves something that I've been doing my whole life. I know this because it's been shown to me through direct spiritual experience as well as the research I've done. And I can tell you that there is a solution 
So after we look at the scary part, I'll show you the amazing, wonderful, exciting part. Humanity has been drugged through the mud for too long. It's time for us to stand up, rise up together, shake off this horrible weight that's been holding us like this down in the mud, and step into our evolutionary journey with this earth in this beautiful, infinite universe. I am going out into the middle of nowhere to turn five acres of desert into a permaculture oasis. Please join me on my journey. It's funny how a day can just kind of take its own shape. I have been toying with the idea of changing my calendaring around to put aside computer work and prioritize land work. It's really scary and difficult to do that. I'm a polymath, which means that my mind naturally wants to do multiple things, but that can um, hamper productivity. And so being that the monsoon season has started and I really need to get my B&Bs done, um, I'm pushing off some things for a month to see if that will allow me to get some things done on the land and with the B&Bs that really just has been not happening, um, mostly with the B&Bs. But uh, something neat happened today. I had gotten a call from an acquaintance of mine who he's lived out here for a long time and just relocated to Mexico, I guess, recently. And he's back up here looking for, you know, well, not looking for, uh, he's looking to get all of his sort of stuff that he's he's accumulated in all the time he's lived here, um, organized and sold and all this stuff. So he asked me for help and he offered to pay me or give me a trade of anything I wanted from the stuff he had. And um, I just decided, yeah, sure, why not, you know. Um, I've been exhausted all day from that because <laughs> I was like literally moving rocks because he did a lapidary and he had a lot of big heavy rocks and boxes full of rocks so <laughs> I don't know if that's what it, what it is entirely but it definitely had something to do with me being fatigued all day um, but I went and helped him and I ended up getting a couple of um, more water barrels out of it and like a bunch of old plywood, which I'm actually pretty excited about the old plywood because even if it's old, um, I can do hashtag girl construction and make a shitty studio out of it or a shitty storage container uh, or, you know, storage unit or whatever. Maybe. <laughs> but it's fun to have some more material to mess around with. And I also got a trailer hitch out of it, which I just recently identified that I needed. Um... I'm still not really ready to talk about the recent personal issues um, that I've experienced because they're still pretty fresh and it's a little bit tenuous right now. Um, but I will, I will 
kind of catch you up on that maybe in a week or two. We'll see. I have about two weeks before I really, really will know kind of what's going to happen. But I do have uh, something happening on Monday, which will be much more definitive in that direction. So I can sort of talk more freely about it. I'll know a little bit more. Um, but it has affected me. And that's part of the reason I'm a little tired and stuff. But um, let's see. Other than that, I'm pretty excited. And I was kind of thinking about, like, taking some of these palettes that I ended up with and laying out a floor kind of a maybe leveling some of the ground where I think I want to put it which would be I'm pretty sure the best spot uh, it might curtail visibility but it also might add privacy so I'm, I'm still not totally sure but I think it's either going to be it'll be some somewhere on the east side and maybe it'll actually be in the middle on the east side instead of on the south or northeast side corner um, I'm not sure but anyway um, so probably the northeast corner but leveling that ground out a little bit um laying down some pallets and then I was thinking I'll maybe start building up part of the wall out of pallets I was going to do just the garden wall and I don't really know how I would attach a pallet on top of another pallet that seems like I don't know I don't, I've thought about this a few times I guess you would put a piece of wood behind it so that you could attach them but like How's it going to stay up? I don't really know that kind of stuff. Um, but if I have plywood, then I can maybe do something with that to maybe use some of the scrap wood I have kind of more like a stick-built structure, even though I've never built one. I don't really know what I'm doing. But I just know that it's going to be shitty. I'm calling it shitty, but it's probably going to be just like funky is more the right word for it. Um, it definitely won't be square or, you know, that kind of thing. But it'll probably stay up and and the main thing is just being able to like have a space to go work in and uh this um acquaintance of mine that I went and helped today he sort of pushed he kept trying to push stuff on me like hey take this you need this what about this and I had to like set boundaries and be like I don't think I need one of those um but I will take this you know what I mean um and he plied me with a with a skylight it's a non-see-through it's a opaque bulbous skylight you know I was thinking you know sure why not I don't really know how to build any of this stuff but I'm gonna try and so why not <laughs> and indeed I'm just remembering right now actually I had forgotten about this one of the designs that I had played around with in this big sketchbook that I have was to build a little studio um and it was like one of those ones with a shed roof so that just means it's one slant in one direction not like a pitched roof um and it involved plywood. So <laughs> I don't it's not enough to make a whole thing, but he also has this um I think it's a storage container, but it didn't it like with it with only a wood door on it or something like that. I didn't really get a good look at it, but it seemed like it didn't really have a metal door. So it's not like, you know, Fort Knox. But um he wants it only wants five hundred bucks for it. He said he would sell it to me. So I need to make some more cash or sell some stuff. Um but I'm thinking I'll definitely buy that from him. And it looks like, I don't know when that would be, but he will deliver it. So that would be my, that would solve my storage issue. Um, but it isn't big enough to really turn into a studio. So I could potentially put a desk in there. So I maybe could use it, but it's pretty small. It's like maybe 12 by 8 or something like that. 
So I kind of want to build something and I'm kind of collecting building material, even though it's all old and funky. I don't really care. And I've got a bunch of new stuff that I bought too, but it's like, you know, it is just, it is what it is. I'm not trying to make something all fancy. Um, but, um, so that was kind of cool. Um, I got a few things out of that. I got the, it was kind of a manifestation really because I had returned the trailer hitch to, um, the, the boyfriend's mom and, um, so then I was offered all these pallets by this woman who she kind of likes me. Um, she's fond of me or whatever you want to call that. I'm not in any romantic way, but just like, she just, she just likes me. And, um, she wants to give me all these pallets that she has. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take them. And I was thinking, well, I have my little trailer that I've never used. And my new car has, um, the ability to haul. And I don't really know if the trailer is legal, but no one around here seems to care about that at all. So that could be that it doesn't matter, um, which seems weird, but I don't know. Um, but so I have to figure out the wiring at some point. And then I didn't have another trailer hitch. And so I went and priced one at the hardware store just the other day, um, which felt good because I was like taking action and moving forward on my plan and, you know, getting something done sort of. But it was like I, I couldn't buy one because I didn't know what the ball size was. And um so I had to go and measure or go look rather go look on the, the, my trailer hitch or my trailer and see, I guess it says, and I just, just found out today that it's two inches. But when I was helping this acquaintance of mine, um, he had like a bunch of different trailer hitches and one of them resembled the one that had been on there that, that had been borrowed and had been in use, um, closely enough that I figured it was probably a good match. And then the ball size probably is two inches. I don't know. So anyway, I got a free trailer hitch. Hopefully it's the right one. And I need to basically back the vehicle over there and see if I can get the trailer on there to see if it'll actually fit. And then I can go get a bunch more pallets. It'll be multiple trips, but, um, but that's something that I know this woman really wants to get out of her space. And, um, she is interested in my artwork and she's the curator for this, um, fancy venue. I guess they, they have a lot of expensive works in there and I guess they can sign and stuff like that too. So, um, I had to go look up the genre. She told me they were looking for, like, she threw me a bone. She kind of let me know. Like, um, I, she asked me to send her some stuff. I sent her some new work. I think she liked it enough, um, where she threw me a bone and was like, well, here's basically what he's looking for, the owner. And, um, that was kind of interesting to, to have that in, inside information. And then I went, I had to go look it up because I was like, I don't know what the, what is this? I've never heard of this. Like, I mean, I've heard the word, but I don't really know what it means. Like, it took me a while. I had to go kind of look on YouTube. There is really not much information on there about this um, type of art, and um, there's no tutorials. Well, actually, I saw one half-assed tutorial that someone had done, and it was like not really a tutorial, but it kind of gave me some idea. And it's so interesting because I needed a trailer hitch. I needed ni uh, nitrile gloves. I was running low on those, and I ended up getting not only a trailer hitch, but also a brand new unopened box of Nile trial gloves and a bunch of um, awesome junk that I could use to make this kind of artwork that she's requesting. And I already have a bunch of scrap wood that I got from the junk haul that happened here recently. And we went with a whole huge trailer full of stuff and we ended up just filling the trailer with a bunch of pallets. And then some, I had to grab some of this wood. It was just like, no way I'm letting that wood go into the junk pile. Like awesome pieces of wood I could paint on or whatever. So, um, I'm going to attempt to do some of this artwork 
And um, so that was kind of neat. It was like a really cool manifestation of some things that I really needed. And I also dragged home this old, very heavy um, toolbox with drawers. And I managed to get it um, next to the part of my RV where I had one of those little cubbies that locks. Um, but it's like opens up, you know, on the outside of the RV. And it, it's just all my tools have just been shoved in there for like the last year and a half. And it really sucks to try to find anything. And it's kind of dangerous. Like, don't reach in there. There might be a saw blade. You know what I mean? So now I have three drawers. Ooh. And... Um, that will be a better organization system. And there isn't a lock on it, but the lock on the one that's attached to my RV is pretty flimsy anyway. In fact, the old contractor I had that did my water system or my power system shittily, um, he intimidated me one time, multiple times. So one of the times he was intimidating towards me, he, he let me know that, you know, all of his, like his keys would open all of my compartments on my RV, which was like a really fucked up thing to say, but he also tipped me off to what kind of person he is. So I guess he shot himself in the foot and I just told him, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, if anything shows up missing, I know who took it. And he just sort of was like, Oh shit. He didn't expect me to say that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm sh- it's fine. Whatever. Um, on that note, my gun holster came today and I was confused. I'm confused. I thought it was supposed to be a sticky holster where it sticks to your skin and it sticks to your clothing, but it doesn't seem to stick to anything. It's just like a pocket holster. So I'm a little confused, but I finally have a holster where it makes me feel safer to carry my gun around. I don't feel safe with a gun just in my pocket or in my bag or whatever. So, you know, so anyway, um, all that has happened and it's, you know, good things. And then the other thing I want to tell you before my battery completely dies is that my friend um, who lives in the neighborhood, he offered to give me his little pop-up camper, which is basically the same as the little pop-up camper that I paid three thousand dollars for with the little trailer that I got um he's keeping his trailer but he's giving me the pop-up and I was just like hell yes I'll take it where do I sign and so he's agreed to deliver it but he will not unload it off of the trailer that was his stipulation he was like I just don't want to have to unload it um so if you can find someone to unload it you can have it So he's going to be delivering it probably next week, and I immediately found someone to do the unloading. I'm going to pay him to do that, and I will have a free third B&B unit that I will now have to fix up. (laughs) But um, I couldn't, I I had to take, it was such a good opportunity. So hopefully that all goes as planned, Um, but um, I'm really pretty excited because I wanted to have three units, and the, the... boat that I bought really didn't work out because I estimated wrong and it really just isn't conducive to I don't know just putting a bed in and stuff like that so anyway that's gonna happen that's exciting um I am kind of running low on funds finally um mainly due to the personal thing that I mentioned that I'm not talking about yet. Um, and so I'm applying for local jobs and stuff. And all the times I've applied online for jobs, it just, you never even get an answer. It's like, do they even see your resume? I don't think so. So, um, I had a good number of leads, but many of them have not gone anywhere. And that's kind of a new experience. It's a not great. Um, I don't really know why. I think 
some of them are just um, the prospects. Like one was a doctor and he was in San Francisco and he just kept on wanting me to give him like a, just a concept sketch. He wanted me to just, you know, he, he, he didn't want to hire me until like he knew like what I was going to do for him. And it's like, I kept on kind of telling him like as a professional landscape designer, I'm really bound by, I mean, you know, the process is, you know, I don't just do design without in doing site analysis. Um, so I'm not like, that's just not what I do. I don't think that's ethical. Like, you know, to just a plop some idea down. Like I would want to analyze the site, understand the conditions, get a clear idea of what the customer's looking for, looking at the house, looking at the land, like looking at everything. And he, I think was just kind of a little bit stuck up basically. And just, you know, I'm a doctor, like just give me what I want. And he just wouldn't really listen and didn't understand how it works. And, you know, I very politely offered, um, suggested that he look up landscaper um, and if you wanted to just get some kind of quick little sketch from some guy working out of a truck, you know, <laughs> and he took it really well and was like, bye. <laughs> so I've had a few people like who've done that lately and it's kind of odd, but, um, anyway, I've just been through something very harrowing as I keep alluding to. And I do believe, um, I, it's not that I believe it's that I know, and I've seen, and I've confirmed so many times that I know, um, that being in that sort of negative frame of mind drew in those types of experiences, those types of prospects, if you will. Um, it's taken me a while. I've, I'm, in a, I'm in a better place. I'm still working through it. I'm just trying to be aware of the phases or stages as they come. Um, but it's, I'm, you know, I'm getting through what I went through. I'm taking the necessary action um, because action is required. It was a pretty serious thing that I just went through and I'm still kind of going through. And that's one of the reasons I'm excited that my holster has arrived. Um, looks like my charger is being non-chargery. So my phone is like 6%. I keep plugging it in and then it's happy for a second and then it like gets unhappy. I just won't move it. I don't really have a whole lot else to say. Although I will tell you that we did get our first rain of the monsoon and um, not only did my uh, road berms hold, but I had standing water for, I would say three or four days after the rain, which is so fucking awesome. And um, I did have a few blowouts up land, which is interesting. But I went through and I had a really good evening the other day. It was just like 7 to 8.30 p.m. It was nice and cool. And, you know, the, the sun, solar aspect had gone way down. And I went and repaired the blowouts. I expanded some of the swales that looked, I could see the, you know, the pattern where the water had, you know, spilled over or overloaded certain spots. And I just expanded those and, you know, reinforced the berms in some cases. Um, and then dug some new um, some new, you know, swales as well. And it was a really fun, productive session of doing earthworks, which is one of my favorite things to do for some reason. <laughs> I just really like doing it. It's very creative and it takes finesse and it's fun and I don't know. So <clears throat> I have some plans for continuing to do upland work with the swales. The lateral swale system that I pulled um, on contour out of my gully it worked. Um, it was full of water. Water went all the way to the end of it. Uh, I could see that in the, the pattern left by it, um, the detritus, the debris, the organic debris left in it. And then the big wide part that I had created was full of water for, it had standing water in it for, oh, I don't know, it was like one or two days. 
So that worked. The gully itself didn't look like it really got much moisture. So I'm really ecstatic that that actually is working. I'm definitely going to have to do a lot more work to get it to where when we get the really big events that it can handle it. And my strategy is, as I may have mentioned before, I want to do a series of like sort of parallel um, long swales down this, you know, area where it's it's to the east of my driveway. So it's to the north of my property, right in the center of my property, essentially, um, where I have that opportunity to pull that water to basically pull all the water out of the gully and hold it on my property. And it's there's a lot of other opportunity to dig down in, you know, up upland from that and, you know, all that. But this is really where the rescue can really happen in a major way, I think. So I want to do parallel on contour lateral um, laterals off of the gully. Um, the one off the gully, rather, it's going to probably handle most of it. And then I want to have it spill out at the end and then pour into that second tier. And I, I, I might need to do them kind of close together. But I have the beginnings of some of those, and I just want to basically fill that whole um, area and see if I can hold all the water on the property because it's just a huge amount of water. I did get one of the things I got from helping this um, acquaintance of mine today was a, a pump. It's not a submersible pump, though, um, and that's kind of important to remember because you could be electrocuted. <laughs> um, but it basically would be like I'd run a hose from it. It it would be set on dry land. I'd run a hose into the gully when it's, um, you know, just flooding and um, have a tie it to like, I don't know, a, another hose where that fills a rain barrels or something like that. And I just got two new rain barrels. I brought one home in the car and then the, there's one waiting for me. Um, he's, I'm going to get the plywood tomorrow and stuff. But so that's cool. And I also have that one trash pump that can be, it is submersible and I can pull water out of the, you know, flooded gully with that too. Cause I, I want to fill those rain barrels and I think I'm not going to put them along the gully like they are. I think what I want to do is actually try to do drip from them. And so that would mean getting them up on um, cinder blocks. So there's some gravity. So there's a lot of work to be done. In fact, next time I go to town, I should probably buy some cinder blocks. Um, but yeah, so, whew. yeah, I've got in part of the, the issue that I'm not discussing yet is I, it ended me in the ER. Um, so there's that to deal with and stuff to the bill and whatnot. But anyway, um, so it's exciting because the monsoon has started and um, I'm sort of pushing back, you know, some computer work um, for a little while so that I can see if I can get some of this land stuff done. And um, I might get a J-O-B. There's a restaurant that closed, a restaurant bar that closed, and it, it had a really severe tragedy. And I've been avoiding it because it, it kind of scares me. I feel like there's some kind of Native American curse or like a demon, demonic fucking, I don't know. It's just some weird shit that went down and it was really dark, like over overkill dark, pardon the pun, really weird shit. And somebody was killed and um, it just, it, I don't know, just made me feel like don't ever go there kind of thing. But they're totally hiring and they're really looking for people and I really need a job or I need some income right now. And I'm, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm of the light, man. The demon keeps trying to get me, but it can't. So like, you know, plus it's under new ownership and, you know, I don't know, whatever. I can probably handle myself. We'll see. If I get weird vibes though, man, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, that's kind of everything, um, that I can think of right now. Um, yeah, so today was kind of an interesting day. It was also kind of a weird day. Um, it's a weird time for me right now. 
and maybe um, by the time I record my next segment um, of this podcast, I'll be able to kind of, I'll be more ready to talk about everything that happened that I've been alluding to um, because it's part of my journey and it's part of the experience and it does affect this project for sure and the things that I will be working on going forward. So thanks for listening and um, please subscribe if you want to support my work and you know, watch my YouTube channel. I know I don't have a ton up there, but if you haven't checked it out, there are some videos up there. And um, yeah, I hope to um, talk to you again soon.